Welcome back to another episode of Football with Ben Roethlisberger. My name is Spence, and as always, I am joined here by two-time Super Bowl champion Ben Roethlisberger. Nice. I feel like we're like this is our first ever show. I feel like a, <laughs> I feel like a rookie. Like, are we nervous? Like, what do we talk about? How, like, what are we doing? Like, it's been two. What's been two weeks? I think so. I don't remember when we. I think it was been two weeks. It does feel a little rusty, I'm not going to lie. So if this yes, one's... Very. Sorry, everybody. If the boat's a little shaky today, folks, <laughs> sorry. But there's, That's because there's a, well, there's a lot of reasons, because we feel like we haven't done this. We're not <laughs> professionals. Um, we've been off for two weeks. We've, so that means kids haven't had school for two weeks. Yes. Plus Christmas, plus New Year's, plus everything that's gone on. Um, this podcast has been on the very, very back, back, <laughs> back burner. <laughs> we are exhausted from being... Uh, parents and yes. husbands and uh, the cleaning crew, uh, but we're here. We are here. We made it back, and uh, and, and we have some really cool beers to try. But yeah, uh, be fun. let me be the first to say Happy New Year, Ben. Happy New Year, Spence, and <laughs> Happy New Year to uh, everyone out there, all the the millions watching live around the world right now. Um, <laughs> hope everyone had a very merry Christmas. I know we did. Yes. Uh, How was your you, Christmas? Did you have a good Christmas? We did. It was quiet. Nice. Yeah, which is my favorite kind of Christmas. Christmas is the is the one holiday that we told our families to like, hey, this one's ours. Since we've oh, been married, nice. we we've done stuff with Thanksgiving here and there, but Christmas is the one that we keep in our house. So okay, what'd you guys do for Christmas? Does Key like open the present? Like, does she care about anything but paper and boxes? Just paper and boxes now, and then she got like a baby doll that she's infatuated with. But this is the first time. So she was born in November. So last Christmas she was here, but didn't really, yeah. So this was the first time she was like the lights and everything. It was so, cool. Yeah, it was actually nice. really cool. Which is, I've always heard parents. I think you've told me this. Parents tell me that like, oh man, it gets better when you're kids. Oh yeah. That's and I didn't have like a frame of reference. And this was the first year. I'm like, I yeah. get it. This yeah. is amazing. And we pulled the old, you know, don't come down to the room till like we don't want them going. I know everyone's different. We don't let the kids go out to like the tree early. Right. We all go together. Oh, I like that. You know, because we yeah. don't want one getting up early, one feeling left out. So it's, and so the rule is, we ask them, like, hey, what time do y'all think you want to do this? So we kind of compromised. Basically, it was 7 30. Okay. Y'all can come to our room and get us. It, either wake us up or we leave to get whatever it is. But 7 30, you guys can come down to the room. No sooner. Hmm. Uh, you can and, and if, if it happens to be later, like if one of y'all come, you know, then we'll go get everyone. We'll get everyone up. Right. So seven thirty. So sure enough, it was like seven twenty nine, <laughs> seven thirty. Like door comes here, they come, um, and so it was. It was seven thirty, and we're ready to go, and they're all excited. Uh, you know, they're running down the hallway. And are you and Ash awake, just waiting for that knock? No, no, we were okay. asleep. Okay, definitely asleep. It's like, oh, here it goes. Um, yeah, no, we were not ready for it. But um, so it was a long night the night before. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, we, um, yeah, it was fun. The kids were through the roof. And then and then you have to kind of, um, I'd love to know what other people do, but but we, we don't just say like, okay, just go start tearing. It's like kind of get your stuff and yeah. then one at a time everyone watches one everyone yeah. watches one everyone watches one two and then after you get to like four or five or whatever it is just kind of like all right go ahead yeah, yeah. start going i don't want to air my wife out but the, her family did not grow up doing that and so yeah. the first christmas at in our family we just and it was like with the aunts and the uncles and like we were yeah, at my yeah, aunt's house and she just and I was like, hold up hold up <laughs> everyone's looking at her she felt so bad about that but she didn't yeah. know no yeah so, but it's, it's fun because everyone has to watch and everyone helps and so um you know santa was 
they were happy with Santa. Nice. Uh, they actually liked mom and dad's gift too, oh. which is always a plus. Um, you won up the big fella. Uh, maybe. Okay. Maybe Bailey got a an awesome crafting. Bailey loves a craft. Yeah. So she got this crafting desk that is in her room now. Um, so it's got she's got like it's all organized her paints and her pencils and all that stuff. Uh, and then the boys um, have a Papa Shot. You know the game Papa Shot basketball. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they have that up in the up in their the playroom. So that that's been it's been a lot of basketball in the house recently. Yes, a lot of elbow tendonitis. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was a good Christmas. Hope everyone else had to go in out there. Um, it was this the season's fun, but you're almost like when it's over, you're like you can breathe a little bit. Yes. Then you double right back down with New Year's. Yes. Right. And we you were here. We had a, a big New Year's party here. We had twenty I think five kids here. Yeah, last the I mean nuts. I thought Jade said twenty nine. Was there? Oh. <laughs> there were a lot. Yes, there were a lot of kids here, which means a lot of adults. Um, but it was fun. Yeah, uh, and I think it was like four o'clock in the morning when we finally went to bed. Yes. Yeah. I. I. You and Ash were kind enough to let me, my wife, and my daughter spend the night here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I finally got to lay down on the bed, I looked at my phone and it said four o'clock in the morning, and I thought in four hours my daughter's going to wake up. Yeah. Turns out she woke up in two. So oh, yeah, good better. for you. Yeah, Even for better. Had a quick little nap. We, we got lucky because yes. our kids slept in, so yes. it was good. But it was just you know it just catches. You get older, it catches back up to you. So, yes, it does. Um, this is gonna be a quick one tonight, I think. And yeah, I'm we, still. And we get to talk about two games. We have a lot to talk about still. We but. have a lot to talk about, but I'm still feeling it because, like you said, your kids got to sleep in. One year olds don't sleep in. They don't care. For some reason. They don't care it's about so you. Rude. You know what's funny though is we did post off to our left. I guess would be your right watching it. Um, we have the little. Oh yeah, real sign. Yeah, the sign. We we did we did a little post. Wishing people a uh, uh, happy new year, and a lot of people were upset. <gasps> they were upset that you had the nerve to show up on the internet without having Crocs or socks on. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, to be honest. <laughs> Your shoes, I, I your shoes are on point, though. But to be honest, I think it was more like that's my like dressing up a little bit. Like I think the, <laughs> I think Ash would have been like, "Come on, you can't put something nicer on." Mm-hmm. You're right. That I am. I'm sorry, fans. I, trust. I mean, I got them on now. Yeah. But now we'll never get sponsored, man. Never. No, we'll never have a sponsor ever. <laughs> yes. um, no, that was um, that was a fun night. Yes, that it was, was a fun night. And um, I got to give a quick shout out, please, to my uh, niece Avery. Went up and watched her softball tournament. Her and the she plays for the Outlaws. Okay, and it was fun watching them. They're they're a really good, good team. So it was fun watching. Look at you, man. So shout outs, Avery Outlaws. Good for them, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming the shout out they won the game. Uh, they won the first game we went to, and then lost the second one. But the team they played had this girl that is like she's 13, which is crazy. Yeah, because I think it's a like a 14 under tournament that they're all about to move up divisions. But she's like being recruited by like everybody in the country like she's like the real deal dude youth sports is so different she's like the real deal like yeah. softball like a, i think they said that she's been clocked at like 65 which i think in softball is like through the roof yeah i'm i can't i don't know either but yeah. it's supposedly unbelievable so yeah but well good for them man yeah uh as you mentioned there is a lot to cover mm-hmm. there is a lot to cover a lot of ha- a lot happened in, in not only in the nfl but also um and Steeler Nation, man. So right. it's it's important that we jump into that because this ain't gonna be one of the three hour joints. No, it is people. not. Folks. Okay, so there's a um, game. There's a the Rose Bowl's finishing up right now, <laughs> yes. and there's an unbelievable Monday night game on Bills Bengals, and we will not be watching that with you. No, I'm not. Unfortunately, gonna, I, dude, I love you, bro, but I'm not gonna hang out here. I'm sorry. Thank you. Right. <laughs> uh, but with that being said, let's jump into the first beer, and the Beautiful. first beer is actually. Um, 
Well, all of them are going to be fan sent in ones tonight. Cool. All right. So the first beer, it it was sent uh, with a note that has a a very um, beautiful story about how a brewery made this beer to support a member of its community. And I'll actually just give you the note because I think it's important for you to read. I'll pour it up. But uh, here it is. It's already in beer cam, folks. We do have beer cam. There it is. Uh, I'm going to actually need to grab it from the beer cam to be able to read it. Uh, <laughs> but it is called Reckless. It's a double hazy IPA. The ABV is 7.1. The, the IBU is 23. And it is from Ashtown Brewing Company. And it was sent in by fans. And I'm sorry, I don't have the name. Ben has the note. But we will give a shout out here in a moment. But uh, as you're reading that, you able to give us a little bit of the backstory that they shared on that note? Yeah. Um, wow. Very cool, very um, kind of sad. I'm not, you know, basically, um, they sent us these, the, this beer, and it says a couple beers, but this is the one that we're going to do. Uh, it basically says that Mike is a fan of the podcast and said that they need to send us some beers. So that's where it came from. And Mike Sharp is the Ashtown uh, Brewing Mug Club member, number 69. So he's the Ashtown Brewing Mug Club member. Okay. Uh, and then Jarrett. Uh, screen, I'm saying, hopefully that's not. Jarrett Screen is the owner of Brewer, oh, he's the owner slash brewer of Ashtown Brewing okay. Company. So thank you, Jarrett, for making this. Thank you for Mike for doing all this stuff. But basically what it says here is that um, the, the, the background of this reckless IPA uh, is sad, but long story short, they lost a local sheriff deputy in the line of duty three years ago. And it was very well known in the community. Uh, to raise money for his wife and family, they created the Reckless Hazy IPA after his nickname and favorite style of beer. Hmm. Um, and they're keeping the tradition going. And, and at the request, the family donates the proceeds to the Behind the Badge Foundation. So that's pretty cool, the Behind the Badge Foundation, um, which helps the families in, in similar tragedies. So hmm. we are excited to try this beer. We hate that someone had to lose their life to do a boat. Um, my family, I know you, and mm-hmm. in this podcast, obviously likes to support um, our men and women, uh, first responders. Yes, sir. And so um, this is cool. I'm excited to try this. Um, and thank you to Mike and Jarrett and, and obviously uh, sending love to the family. Obviously, it's been three years, so I'm sure, but but it's still never easy to do. And I think what we'll do after I try this beer, I mean, we're going to do it, but let's try this beer first. I think we should... Um, We'll do something special for them. Yeah, let's yeah, do it, let's man. Do, let's try. You know, my, my stepdad was a corporal sheriff's department. I did know that. I mean, yeah, I knew, man. Yeah, I yeah, man. So uh, the fact oh, that you dark. have a local brewery getting behind your your uh, men and women uh, all the way in Longview, Washington, law enforcement. Oh, okay. Across the country, love what you guys are doing there, Ashtam. Here we go. What do you think? That's that's very flavorful. That's really good. That is very good. You've kind of be- become like a uh, an IPA savant. Well, thank you. Like when we started this, it was I don't want to say we had we like lighter beers, but I'm still like very I like a good lager. This is very delicious. It's very light to me, but you've you've been like a you're picking out notes. You're oh, yeah. you're oh, turning yeah, me but... on to other IPAs, man. This is a well, you're like a real deal now. My bro. beer fridge down there used to be full of. Non-craft beers, as yeah. I've learned, <laughs> yes. right? All kinds of, um, what, would you, what would you call those? Um, dom- domestic, yeah, mass-produced. Mass-produced beers. I'm out here right now. That was great. That was awesome. That was perfect. You guys can figure out what that is. Yeah, you know. And now I mean. it's just, there's very few of those 
Uh, obviously, the yellow belly's on tap, but I mean, there's a couple down there, but it's just there's just crafters everywhere down there. Your fridge makes you look like a legit like beer dude, like a what do they call it? Cesar- like a guy that would have a podcast about drinking beer. <laughs> would, yeah, uh, you should. Yeah, you should have one of those. So break this break this beer down for us. Um, what do they call it? Cicerone? Are you a Cicerone? Uh, a, oh. a beer sommelier is that it has a term. Tonsil, I know we've asked this before. People give us the answer and we still forget it. Because we are not professionals. Man, um, you know what I'm going to do, and not just because that beer is really good, but the football and family, which is me and you. Yes, we're going to uh, we're going to donate to the Behind the Badge Foundation. Let's do it. All right, and uh, I'll, we'll have to, I'll look it up and we'll figure it out. But um, so this one out to you guys, so Mike and Jarrett for doing this. Send this in. Send these beers. Uh, on behalf of footballing, um, we're gonna we're gonna donate five thousand dollars to Behind the Badge Foundation. Ooh, buddy. So hopefully that does a little bit to help everybody, and we appreciate all of you men and women out there, first responders, police, fire, search and rescue, EMT. It's not enough to bombs. I mean everything you could think of. But thank you, first responders, men and women uh, that do that. Appreciate it very much. Thank you for the beer. Um, that's very good. Yes, so, sir. Well done. Uh, Ashtown Brewing and Jarrett. Yeah, and Good job. Ashtown, they got its name from like a volcano, right? That's what I heard, yes. Yeah, so. On the back of one of them, yes. Yeah, yeah like, that. like a volcano erupted and like it was covered in ash. Covered ash. That, uh, that, that story is uh, told better from Ashtown Brewery. So go check them out. Ashtown yeah. <laughs> out in Washington, you said? Washington, Washington the state. Longview, Washington. Longview, Washington. Thank you guys so much. That's huge. I've also, uh, as we're going through these, that, I like that a lot. Um, we have a, a few letters here just from people that have sent beers in that didn't make the show necessarily, but we want to give shout outs. Yeah. Do you want to do, do a little, little fan appreciation segment real oh, quick? Oh, yeah. Let's fan appreciation. Here you go. Awesome. Here you go. All right. This uh, first one, there's a picture. I won't, I won't air your business out, but there's a picture of, of your kids on here. Uh, Jill Platt, um, just Steeler fans, and they sent us in uh, Birdfish. Birdfish. Which is a, a local brewery in Columbiana, Ohio. It is okay. very good. So it's, it's hip to sip. Is the name of the beer. It was it was very delightful. So, thank you, uh, Jill Platt. Appreciate it. And the kids have seven jerseys on. Awesome. Um, another one from just showing that we're worldwide. Well, <laughs> this isn't really worldwide, but it's still like we're like this what, is, is part it, of the country. Is it still in our country? Well, the, yeah, it's New well, Mexico. America is in the world, so technically, I know we do have fans around the world. <laughs> yes. And I didn't when I said this is from New Mexico. All right. Um, so, just want to say um, thank you to Coda Thomas, uh, Steelers Nation, New Mexico chapter. Hey. Yeah, that's right. Um, and sent in a, a, like a seven-pack, just a bunch of different local favorites from New Mexico. So we had some of those this weekend for, uh, for New Year's. So yes. thank you, Dakota, uh, for this. Um, their favorite beer is the Pearl Haggard by EX Novo. Nice. Awesome. Um, oh, this, is a, this one we've had for a little bit. We haven't had a chance to talk about it, but I want to say thank you to uh, Jasmine Nicole Richardson. Um, it is from... They're from Charlottesville, Virginia. Okay. And, excuse me, she sent in um, a bunch of craft ciders. Oh, so, dude, those were delicious. Yes, we had a bunch of those ciders. The Potter's Craft Cider, they put together a whole package. Uh, they're very tasty, but it's zero grams of sugar, zero grams of carbs, gluten-free. So That's important for me because I, I work out, folks. I don't eat sugar. Um, actually, I'm just my New Year's resolution. <laughs> Is but, it? Yeah, I'm going to try and get a little healthier. Okay. I lose my retirement pounds. We might need to switch this to a salad show then, bud. <sighs> This probably isn't True. conducive to... It's not the best thing. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But anyway, thank you so much to Jasmine Nicole Richardson and um, everyone at Potter's Craft Cider. Um, 
Got uh, just a couple more. Yeah, man, take your time. This is hey, this is your show. One. This is from Danny um, in Castle Rock, Colorado. Sent in um, three different beers that we tried and had the this weekend Danny. as well. Yes. Um, it was uh, what was the I forget the brew. Oh, Burley Brewing Company. Oh so, yes, remember those? Those are big boys. Yeah, Burley Brewing Company. Thank you very much. Thank you, um, Danny. Appreciate the support from out in Colorado. Those are very delicious, and they were like um, crowlers. Huge. Yes. Huge. Um, this is from Napa Smith Brewery, and it's Mike Forte. Those were delicious. They were very good. And we emphasize were. They were very good. <laughs> they're, um, we done had them. Yeah, Napa Smith Brewery, Mike Forte. Cheers. Thank you. Send in a, a bunch of different things. Um I feel like there was one. Was there one in this one I didn't like? Uh, the oh uh, yeah, you know why? Let me guess. Is it a stout? Show it was it. an imperial porter. Oh yeah, the dog. Oh, yeah. The oh yeah, it was like motor oh, oil. Thank you to Shoe Brew. Oh, hit him with it. Wrong way. We drank your guys' beers too. That's a unique those. shirt. Is that all that that shirt says? Yeah, or? it doesn't really say much. Let me grab this piece of paper. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, interesting. What? What's oh, up? On the back? No, 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 it doesn't. It's, it doesn't say anything. It <laughs> well, just has a number seven. <laughs> isn't that so funny? They, they gave that shirt to us. So thank you guys at Shoe, Shoe Brew. But that's the reason I didn't like the first beer is because it's the Bonfire Imperial, Imperial Porter. See, your mouth won't even let you pronounce it because it's afraid. It. Hey, Mike Forte. Uh, the other ones of these were amazing. A couple like really, really liked. I liked the North Bay Hazy IPA a lot. The Pilsner was delicious. Yeah, the Pilsner was good. Uh, the, the mosaic of galaxies. Yeah, yeah. We liked a yes. lot of these. Um, next time, um, when you send stuff in, Mike, let's um, let's just not send the porters. <laughs> no, actually, our other friends liked it, so it was good. Uh, so thanks, Mike. Uh, last one, and this is actually we've uh, had stuff from these guys before, um, but from Angie, um, they're in. Oh, great treat! Yeah, they're in Cleveland, but her and her hus- husband are lifelong Steeler fans. Brave, yes. Um, enemy the lines. cool thing is, her husband's grandfather was ra- was a radio polka DJ. Polka, 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 polka DJ. Radio polka DJ back in the fifties. Yes, and dubbed the Dean of Polka in Pittsburgh. Oh, my How man's the that? Dean of Polka out yeah. here. So they sent some ciders from um, Arsenal Cider House, which yes. we love Arsenal oh, Cider House. Dude. So um, thank you, Angie and Jim Chikoski. I believe I'm saying it right. Uh, from Brunswick, Ohio. So right. um, thank you guys very much. Thank you all the fans, everyone that sent stuff in. Other people have sent stuff in too. That's just a couple we wanted to hit, uh, plus the ones that we're going to hit today. So yes. I want to hit this. And we'll, and we'll get, we'll, we will get to, uh, we, we do have a handful more that we're, we're excited to get to. Uh, the Arsenal Ciders is a, is a local from, um, they have a tap house in Sorgles here in Pittsburgh. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. That's we like their stuff. Dude, the ones they sent over are the li- the snow melt oh, or what snow. is it the uh, yeah. the, uh, the cinnamon snow joint yeah 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 do you drink cinnamon flavored beer yeah For, what is it Are you like fruity cinnamon beer, beer. <laughs> it's yeah. very good it's delicious bro very very good yeah so the king so of thank what you. is the dean of king of polka the 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 um the dean the dean the, of polka the dean of polka in Pittsburgh I just keep thinking Back in the fifties. I keep picturing John Candy in, in plain streets and automobiles. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, yeah, thank you guys so much for doing that. If you guys are listening to the show, watching the show right now, and you have a, a, a favorite beer that is local to you, and you'd like to send it in and see uh, what Ben thinks of it, the address to send that in is going to be in the description of this episode. So send it on in. We are excited to try it. And with that being said, I think we should jump into a little bit of uh, football. You know something about we that. We should, because we can spend like the next like mm. you know bit of time talking about because there's two games we missed um yes Steelers stuff we can talk about whatever but i i do like one thing i thought about in my in my notes i, I had written down here because i want to forget it and to me this is truly like one of the cooler things that's happened to us yeah. recently this show has been amazing I, I thank you to your fans you guys are the ones that make it happen um and we've we've gotten lots of subscribers lots of people watching lots of likes uh, as you guys remember from the last episode, um, I think with Neil, uh, we're going to start adding food into it to make it fun, bring some different diversity into it. Um, we're going to do something cool coming up. We'll get more details as we move, maybe next week's episode. But we're going to do our first ever live audience recording of the show. I say that right? Yeah, you're talking about in person. It won't be live streamed. Not live streamed. It'll be taped, but, but it will be in, it will be a live show that that people so can we'll have come some to. Fans, ben? yeah, have some oh. fans. It'll be a local brewery, oh. food. We'll have some awesome guests, but we don't have a lot of details. We're just trying to, you know, whet your appetite to that. Oh. But my point in saying that is the show is growing, um, the baby steps, which is all we're asking for. We're yes. not we're not trying to do anything crazy. We're just trying to give you guys a little glimpse into our lives, our faith, our family, football, food now, and yeah. our beer. But um, we got, in my opinion, paid a, one of the, a pretty high compliment. This was it this last week or the week before from the Pat McAfee show. Oh yes, so on Friday, Friday. Last so Friday. obviously Pat is um, he's he's the gold standard when it comes to the podcast. I know you know sports and stuff. I know Joe yeah. Rogan's got some big. I don't even know who else has huge ones, but I know that like what Pat does is truly unbelievable. I mean he's he does it all. He's he's yes. good because he knows his stuff. Yes, he's crazy funny. Um, and now he's just, he's growing so much. You see him on college game days. You see him at games like, um, and yeah, he's, he's a Pittsburgh guy. Um, I think Pittsburgh, West Virginia. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Pittsburgh. He, he went to college in, in West Virginia. Uh, yeah, WVU, WVU, I think yeah. that's why I was thinking of WVU, but, but he talked about our show on his show. Not only did he talk about this show on his show, which th- thank you guys for that. They, they were very complimentary towards you, my friend. Apparently, apparently, uh, you you might have a future in this uh, talking business, and coming from him, the, yeah, I, from coming from him is a big deal because I, I'm con- I remember the first time I saw his show, I was like, this dude has it figured out. Mm-hmm. He is the he's what they're doing. All those guys, what they're doing over there, they are developing or already developed. They have the future of sports media for sure. For it's, sure. I mean, that's that is like you said, that's the blueprint for the future. Well, the fact of the matter, and I don't remember exactly how it went, but. The fact that uh, didn't something happen, I think this year, where like the NFL said you couldn't use, or the, the NFL did, said something like they couldn't use a clip of something. Something oh, happened. Yeah, no, I, I watched forget. that clip. Yeah, they couldn't use they something. They couldn't use something. And basically, Pat was like, and I, I don't remember how the song went down, so I'll probably screw up. But, but the point of saying this is, like Pat said, well, we pay this or we do something. Like yeah. we're one of your biggest, like we, we help you guys out. Yeah. And the NFL backed down. Yeah. Like the fact but that's what I'm talking about. That's dog. what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's so it's, unbelievable. The fact that you can get like no, the NFL is like just ask them. They're God. Yes. Like just yes. ask them. Yes. And Roger and all those guys. I mean, you just doesn't it doesn't get any bigger than them. Yes. And the fact that Pat got that in the show got them to be like, you're right. My bad. Like, dude, unbelievable. Like literally. I, 
I yes, tip of the cap. I oh. they're the biggest sports show in the world. Yes. I don't now. I, numbers might challenge that. I don't know what around the world, and I know soccer's huge, but like yeah. when you talk about cultural impact, yeah, they're doing huge. it, they're and doing it's awesome. It. So the fact of the matter, they talked about us on their show and gave us a little compliment. Thank you, Pat, and the rest of the show. Um, just a huge honor, and I'm, and I'm very serious. To we're just we're just a little we're like the I can't say we're like we're their little brother. We're like their like. <laughs> Stepbrother, like third cousin, or <laughs> yeah. something like we're just like way down there. But um, anyway, someday maybe we'll get lucky, we'll get pat on the show or something. That would be like that would be huge, man. I mean, there. I don't know how many hours. he must have more hours in his day than me, man, because that man does everything, everything from WWE to it. It amazes He's me. So funny, yeah. But Pat's not paying us the same. I don't know. We don't no, know Pat. So, don't know. so I'm just I've played against him, but no, yeah, not, just a, this is just yeah, just a pretty fan. cool. It, we're just we're yeah, we're fans and we're we're thankful and think it's just really cool that keep we're, crushing we're man. geeking out that we got mentioned yeah. by i remember by i texted you i was like hey bro did you see what i was like no, but, yeah <laughs> but yeah. anyway That's thank awesome, you man. so anyway um, um speaking of which i, I want to jump into the nfl for yes, sure yeah, because yeah. obviously we have we have but i i, I mean it's a big day or a big weekend for college football um and it, this might serve as, as a decent segue because um Pat McAfee's doing the college game day, but he caught the one hand. He, I don't remember what game it was at, but he caught it like a one hand. The field goal, he caught it one hand while he was reporting. It <laughs> you- doesn't surprise me because Pat, like people could like, you know, there, there's this like stigma around kickers, right? Oh yeah, for sure, kickers. for sure. Pat wasn't a kicker. Pat was an athlete. Yeah. Like what he could do, like he, he was an athlete. Have you seen him in the WWE? No. no. Oh, dude, it's wild. It's well, hilarious. see, here, funny. yeah, here, here's the thing. Like even watching his show, I think because it's a sports show and you play in the NFL, it's easy to assume that he, he like, oh, Pat's an athlete first. He's not, man. He fooled the world into that. He's an entertainer first. Yeah. Like yes. that, like you cut that dude, entertainment will come. And, he, and you've seen that like after his football career to where like, yes, he's a freak athlete. That's given. He proved that. But like he's, I mean, to be able to, to, to change lanes like that and successfully at everything he does is wildly impressive. But my point in mentioning that was uh, there were, I, I feel like should some, some upset college games this weekend. There were a lot of crazy yes. going on. Congratulations to coach Franklin and Penn state. They just won the Rose bowl. Um, huge. Um, yeah. I mean, those, the, the two, I mean, there are a lot of them, but the two kind of um, championship games, um, Georgia, Ohio state, and TCU, Michigan. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable football, unbelievable football. That that's that's why I love college football because yeah. that that's just so cool to watch. Um, you just never know what's going to happen. Yeah, dude. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. You never know who's going to win, and um, it'll be a heck of a game with uh, Georgia and TCU. I would look forward to that one. But um, yeah, college football is fun. It's it's so much fun, and um, these bowl games. Um, how how many bowl games are there? You're gonna have to educate me because. Oh. Oh, I know there's very, a billion. Now. Yeah, I'm, I know very little about sports, even less about college sports. There's uh, a lot. I don't even know. I couldn't so even obviously, Rose Bowl, big deal, huge. But like, is the Little Caesars Bowl? Like, I mean, I listen, mean, and that's no shade to college athletes. These men to dedicate their lives yeah. in and to be out there is, is an achievement in and of itself. But there's a lot of bowl games. Would you? I mean, you're not like there's stoked to go to like the. Well, a lot of guys opt out. There are guys opt out of even the Rose Bowls. How know? do you how do you feel about that college athletes opting out? I don't know. I'm torn on it. I I, I don't know that I would do it. Yeah. But I'm not in the situation. I feel like when you're with your you're with your brothers, you put it all the work in. You did it all forever, and you, like through the through the um, off season, you you played every game together, and then you get out there, and it's like, all right, I'm just gonna kind of go. I know that to me that that like 
hurts my heart a little bit. But on the flip side, I understand what they're doing. Yeah. They got a lot of money potentially coming to them really soon. Don't want to take a chance. Because there have been guys recently, almost every year, there is a a, a, a a player that gets hurt that had a bright NFL future. Mm. So it's like that happens. So so it's, it, it is tough. Um, I think these new NIL deals might make it different, though, because guys yeah. are already making a lot of money. Sure. I mean, the kid at North Carolina, who I think is maybe the best college quarterback um, out there right now, and one of the better ones I've seen in a long time, uh, I think it's Drake. Um, he supposedly turned down, like, multiple $5 million deals from other schools to transfer. Right. Which is, like, like to even fathom that's unbelievable. Like, not just the money, but to fathom that that can happen in college right. sports right now right. is mind-blowing to me. So, um, I don't know. And also, I want to give a – as we're watching this, they showed him, Kirk Herbstreit is – an amazing he, he's done great i mean he's every he's doing he was doing thursday night football in tennessee yes then flies to you know then did ohio state then does this i mean kirk kirk Herbstreit has not slept in, in no in 72 hours and he's just he's he's makes it fun to watch yeah but, do you th- um, do you think that if the um like the transfer portal nil option was around when you were in college that you would have considered going to uh a bigger school no. For the no i don't think so I think here, here's my thing. I think where the, the what the transfer portal is doing is it's creating a lack of competitive spirit in guys, hmm. right? So if, if all of a sudden they they recruit a guy in, or you know you go there and there, you're say you're a sophomore and it's like your turn a chance to play, and they 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 recruit a freshman to come and he's highly recruited. Well, I'm just going to transfer because he's going to get the job. Well, what about trying to beat the dude out? Yeah, what about like point. like busting your butt to to say no? I'm, I'm that's my job. Yeah. Like do that. Give it a chance to, to to try and like fight for your job. Don't just all of a sudden. Well, I'm just gonna. I got nothing else to do. I'm just gonna transfer. Hmm. Like, I don't know. What I, I, I'm, I have a. I don't what know. impact do you think that's gonna make on the league? Because now you're getting dudes who are are catching this. I mean, you're getting college players who are who are making more money than some guys in the NFL. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Quite a bit. So, do you think that's going to to um, water down the the pool of players that gets to the league because it feels like you can, you can kind of, you can make it in college. And so as you're talking about that competitive spirit, do you think that's going to change the dynamic of the competitive, like those athletes getting into the league? I don't know. Um, it's a good question. I think, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think that guys, you you get up there and 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 you know because you, you, we're going to talk about I would like to talk about Franco and the Steelers the team because it makes me think about like those like in the seventies like those Steelers teams stayed together like they didn't go anywhere because there was no free agency so those teams you got to know each other so well you stayed together now it's almost like free agency you know each person out there is like their own business to a certain extent I get it but and sometimes guys act that way and. Mm play the game that way and get in like I say get injured but like spend time in the training room that way and yes there is definitely a, an element of taking care of yourself because you are the breadwinner for your family mm-hmm. you know whatever it may be but there's also something to be said about you know sometimes sucking it up yeah and getting out there to play with your teammates and your brothers and and you know that's in the NFL too like you just you know college that going to that bowl game I know I'm rambling a little bit but it just it just feels like sometimes you, that's some of that playing for your brother has get has yeah. been lost. Well, that's interesting, man, because I don't know if you remember this, but it was probably a couple of years ago. Um, 
we were having a conversation. It was you, me, and Switz. Mm -hmm. And I asked a question. It was like after a small group or something. I asked a question. I said, how big of a role does personal brand play in, in the NFL? And is, will there ever be a time when personal brand dictates more of team dynamic than skill level? And both of you unanimously said, no, it's all about winning. Mm. But if the motivation for the player is the paycheck, do you think that there'll ever be a time when, because as you're saying that everyone's their own business, do you think there'll ever be a time when the personal brand is so lucrative yeah, that, no, like, I, I think this, I think this, I think winning is still the ultimate goal for everybody. I, I, I pray it is. That being said, I still think, I think the personal brand and the money you can make is closing that gap quickly. Hmm. Like I think at the end of the day, Pete, for the most part, I sure hope that people would be like, you know what? I'm going to take a championship over anything else. But I don't know that it's that way with everybody anymore. Used to be that way, I think, with everybody. Everybody was like, I know guys in the Hall of Fame that have never won that never won a Super Bowl that that give that would I'll take that ring, yeah, my teammates. Um, but it's definitely it's definitely starting to that mm. meter starting to go the other direction because there's a to me there's guys out there that yeah, I mean, I want to win, I want to win a Super Bowl, I want to have a ring, but you know what, I'm the best this or I'm the second best this or I'm all pro this or I'll make this my contracts this, yeah. So I definitely think that that's... Yeah, well, I thought you brought up an interesting point, too, with those 70s like Steeler teams, is I think part of their, um, not only their DNA, but the culture of Steelers football in the city was birthed out of that loyalty Mm -hmm. to one one another. And and you see that within the fan base. Like, Steeler fans are, I mean, it's it's like a religion out here, man. So uh, if, if that gap closes... And you have that kind of personal brand development affecting the team. What is the ultimate team sport? What do you think that then does to the to the NFL or football in America? Do you think that gives you know opportunities for these other leagues, your XFLs, your USFLs, to kind of mm, step in, or maybe, or maybe overseas? NFL, I don't know. NFL still still rules. I mean, it's an animal. It's like it's I bigger mean, than anybody can imagine. It's so so much bigger. Um, I don't know. I, I it, it'd take a lot for that to change. Yeah. His contracts keep getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Um. You know, it's it's just it, how do you how do you how does it change when these when quarterbacks are making what they're making? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's it's crazy, and it's not going anywhere. It's not changing. It's going to keep getting bigger. Yeah. Because the NFL keeps making more and more money. Yeah, you're not wrong about that, especially as they're spreading. You know, internationally, but let's just pray that we still got some dogs out there. That's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's an interesting conversation. I could land on that conversation uh, for hours. And I think you and I actually have had that yeah, conversation have. for hours. But um, you touched on it with Franco, man. I, I do want to jump into that game because I think that was such, obviously, a tragic event for not only Steelers Nation, but, mm-hmm. you know, friends, family. Um, but uh, I'd love to hear your your uh, your insight on that, your input. Um and then we can jump into that game yeah. uh, afterwards. Um, you know, it was tough um, to, to hear about his passing just a few days before. They're honoring him, retiring his number, uh, the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, uh, Raiders coming to town. I mean, I was just I just saw him a couple weeks before. Wow. And um, just so, so much life, um, always smiling, always happy. Uh, give you a handshake and a hug, like, um, 
you know, and I know I mentioned in, in that video that, that we posted about our ping pong battle, but, um, you know, just, just always, always life mm-hmm. and energy and just such a good person. And, um, the, the honor that, that he was being, um, bestowed, was being bestowed on him that, that weekend was so well-deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, not just for that play he made, but for everything he did, um, what it is to be a stealer. He is. He's that. Yeah. He's a teammate, um, a, a loyal brother, loyal, bleeds black and gold. Um, and so uh, it just was too bad that he couldn't be there to, to, to get that honor. Um, you know, I know he was there in spirit. His family was there, his wife and his son. But, uh, you know, Steeler Nation, that's, that's a big blow. Yeah. That Steeler Nation that, that, that hit us and – um, you know, he, he's, he's family, not just to the guys that, that he played with that, that were his teammates, but to all of us, like we mm-hmm. all, once you wear that Jersey, you're always family. Mm-hmm. And so it's family and it was tough to be there. I'm sure, you know, you saw people crying in the stands. I mean, people that remember the immaculate reception, remember, um, him when he played and, and all that stuff, it, it's probably gonna mean even more to, but um, the relationship that I had with him is a, is a truly a friend, um, it's tough, man. It's really tough. I'm glad um, the Steelers pulled it out and they and they won it the way they did. Um, you know, Kenny throwing the the late touchdown mm-hmm. down the seam in, in some weather that was awful. Like I remember you. I think some other people were texting me like, "Do you wish you're out here playing this game?" And I was <laughs> like, "Do you see how cold it looks out there?" Yeah. I said, "No, I'm not. I don't, don't miss the cold um, and getting hit." But that was windy and cold, and that's when that front went through and. Um, just a crazy game. I mm-hmm. mean, what a crazy game. Just kind of going back and forth, and you're like, man, you just don't know which way it's going to go. Yeah, you dude. truly don't know what it's going to do. Um, and then it comes down to the end and, and just what you need to happen. It's it's Pat Fryermuth making plays. It's Kenny scrambling around, finding Pat. And it, it, it reminded me a lot of what I would do in those situations. <laughs> like, you find your guy. Yes. You find... Um, Heath Miller, you find AB, you find Hines, you find whoever your that person was when it's time, crunch time, and you just scramble and find them. And they plays ball. And, it, and Kenny and, and Pat right now are playing ball. Mm. Um, call it backyard, but they are. He, he, Kenny's getting out of the pocket, making things happen. Pat's breaking his route off, doing whatever it is. Um, you know, I, I, don't, I wish I knew his numbers exactly, but I don't think he had many catches up to that to that last drive. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's got two or three catches, big catches. And it's not like Pat catches and goes down either. It's never a catch and tackle. Mm-hmm. It's a catch and rumble. Mm-hmm. Adding three, four, five, ten, twelve extra yards onto it to give them a chance. And then, sure enough, um, you know, Kenny throws a beautiful seam ball um, to, to to Pickens um, for the win. And and I thought it was just it was unbelievable. And it was actually over. Obviously, the Raiders had a chance to go down and and do it, and they threw an interception and. Um, just what an unbelievable game, unbelievable way to, to win it, to end it, to keep playoff hopes alive going yeah. into the Baltimore week, which we know we just had, um, and to honor Franco. Yeah, I man. Mean, I think that's awesome. Yeah, I thought that uh, – I thought the exact same thing, bro. When when it was getting down to the wire, I was like, hey, man, this looks a little familiar. My man out here <laughs> out here scrambling. And I think it shows a lot of growth for Kenny, though, too, man, because I think if you watch the beginning half of the season, he's scrambling – like, he's not scrambling out looking downfield. In the beginning mm-hmm. half of the season, he's scrambling and just taking off. Trying to run. Right? Yeah. He's trying Using to run. Athleticism. That. 
Right. And so uh, I think what I've seen the last couple of weeks from him is is really encouraging as a fan. Like, all right, cool. He's going to get out the pocket and then let his boys do the work and not mm-hmm. try to just go take a hit, and try to get a, like three or four yards. He's getting 14. He's mm-hmm. getting 12. So I think that was really encouraging. And then to bring it home. Um, I mean, there, there was no way they were walking out without a W that yeah. night, dude. Well, and he's been taking care of the ball, too, yeah. which is huge, which gets easier as you play. Yeah. Um. And so he he's been he did really really good in that in the Raider game. I did throw that one pick, but um, you know, with the elements that there were out there, I yeah. thought he threw the ball really well and played well. And um, what's the most challenging? I mean, obviously, um, you know, no, it's just t- it being cold makes everything tougher, right? What's the most challenging thing playing quarterback? Uh, that somebody who's never had to do it in ten degree weather or that mm-hmm. that we wouldn't know is challenging that he had to overcome to be able to do that yeah um two things wind is really tough for quarterbacks it is i mean there's the amount of spin you put on your ball will dictate how the ball goes through the wind Hmm. physics right if the ball spins more it's going to cut through the wind better you alchemist stuff i mean that's what (laughs) um so that's so but that there's also a caveat to that so if you're a tight spin Tight ball, the ball spinning real hard, cuts through the wind, usually has a real nice, pretty deep ball. The downside to it is the ball spinning more when it gets to the receiver. So sometimes it's harder to catch, right? Because if you're trying to catch a ball that's got a ton of rotation on it, it can bounce off your hands a little bit. So the other side of that is a ball that maybe doesn't spin quite as tight. It Mm. still spirals, but maybe it's not that the the rotations per per minute or second or whatever you'd want to call it, right, is a little less. Now it's going to be affected by the wind a little more because it's not that tightness, but it's a much easier ball to catch. Hmm. So it's kind of like a twofold. In the wind, that's why I would wear gloves in the wind, because I would get that, I'd get a, t- I'm more of a less spin guy. Okay. Um, so if I wore gloves, it would tighten that spin up, which would help you cut it through the wind. So that's why I would wear gloves in the wind, which, you know, may, Kenny always wears gloves, but maybe that's, you know, helped him in that game or whatever. So um, th- th- those are kind of the elements when it comes to, to playing yeah. football in the wind. And then the second thing is when it's cold out and you're getting hit, <laughs> it's miserable. Like hitting somebody probably doesn't feel good either, but you're doing the hitting. To get hit, especially at quarterback when you're not looking yeah. sometimes, it, 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 you just you feel it so much more than you normally would. Yeah. You know, it always, it always hurts, but it hurts that much more when it's cold. Yeah, I remember you told me one time, that it like it's not necessarily like the tackle. I mean, yeah, that hurts, right. but it's the I just threw it and like you nicked your knuckle on a helmet. The, the stupid small things. <laughs> it's like the stupid small things hurt so much in the cold. I, I mean, think anyone that's been out in the cold. I mean, something like that happens, like you say. You, you know, the, the helmet hurts a little more, the ball hurts a little more. I mean, just everything's. Yeah, I don't know. It's just not fun. Yeah, I, I remember watching that game, thinking no part of me wants to be there. Like I like my house was so warm. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, wait, I, I didn't have no to wait doubt. in line for the bathroom. It was no like doubt. all the food I'd already paid for. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. So um, that I think that that win and um, actually before we jump because I want to jump into to, let's do a beer. Yeah, let's do a beer. Because we'll do a beer, then we'll talk Baltimore. Yeah. Look at this, man. We got we yeah. got like a schedule down. We'll out. That was our production meeting, by the way, just then. Just now. Yeah. The Bengals are looking really good right now. Like they are a football team to be reckoned with right now. Like um, got a real yes. Like run they in. have a real real run in them. And it, you know, I think it starts. I mean, at Joe's where it starts. I here's what I'd say. People ask me all the time, and I was going to get into this when I talked about Kenny, yeah. but which I, but I'll, I'll I'll preface it here. When people ask me, you know, what do you think of this quarterback? What do you think? It's and it's always after their first year. Right, like they're a rookie. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of 
what do you think of this guy? And I always say, ask me after the year three. Mm. Because year one, you can, you can, any, almost anybody can sneak up on anybody and good things can happen. Yep. Year two, um, you know, maybe you're, they still haven't quite figured you out because you haven't played everybody yet. Sure. Right? Like you're still working through AFC, NFC teams. Um, but by year three, teams know you. Defensive coordinators can plan for you. Yep. Um, you know, you've got it figured out or you don't. And sometimes I'll say three or four. Good ones, I'll know it. You'll know it three. Mm. Some you might be like, give me one more year. Sure. Joe, like early on, I was like, okay, he played at LSU with some of the most amazing like receivers and some of the most amazing talent that you've ever seen. So when he came to the league, I was like, okay, yeah, he's good, he's talented, but I want to see. I want to see I'm gonna, my, my, what I said, the jury's still out, the verdict's still out. Sure, yeah, yeah. So I was like, let's wait. And then every year I've kind of I've been watching him and played against him a couple of times, and I still not I wasn't overly sure. Yeah, I'm still like, okay, he's good. Don't get me wrong. Watch him Super Bowl. Anytime you get to the Super Bowl, it's it's, it's amazing. Yeah, but now, like in watching him, and, and maybe because I'm not playing, so I can actually watch him more. That right. might be as much of what it is to sit there and actually watch Joe. Joe is one of the elites in the league. Mm. Like, like he is. He's good. His pocket presence. He can move. He can. He can run enough. You know, he's he's a sneaky good runner. Yep. Great decision maker, great throws, and then you know he got hurt too. So you're like, okay, how's he going to come off the knee? I I'm telling you what, I really like. I, I don't think it's too long till he's in MVP like talks. Mm. I really believe that. Um, and so I, I I just I can't say enough about Joe, and I it hurts me to say that about a division opponent, but I'm not in the division anymore, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, so this is uh, Hellgate Honey Hefeweizen. Oh, well, honey, honey. We used all the H's in this one. It's from Kettle House Brewing Company in Missoula, Montana, and this was sent in by Sierra Watson Bunch. I'm sorry uh, if I'm pronouncing your, or mispronouncing your name, um, but Sierra and her family are huge Steeler fans out in Montana, out in Yellowstone you, country. You know? uh, and so they sent in a couple beers. What do they know the Duttons? They gotta know. Okay. Yeah, it's everyone's. In. It's okay. you know how like you grow up and you think everybody in California like knows is, yeah, is like Hollywood. Yeah, it's like that. Um, everybody in Montana knows the times. And uh, they sent in a couple. One actually was that uh, you had the Otter Water. Oh, I had that yeah, last the, uh, New Year's. two nights ago. Yeah. yeah. So this is the other one that they sent in. Uh, big fans. And I'll read this from Kettle House Brewing. They said this is... Smells good. Yeah, it's just from one of their local breweries. Um, not a beer big drinker. But she, not a beer big drinker? No, no, no. You said not a beer big drinker. Did I? Well, I'm good with these words, bud. <laughs> not a big beer drinker. Uh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, see, people think... You don't have to be a beer drinker to set us beers. No, no, no. But, but she likes every once... You know, every once in a while I like one. Um, people think I've been drinking too much. I'm just not good at talking. That's Agreed. the problem. Just today, we're tired still. <laughs> yes, dude, I'm so tired right now. All right, so uh, Hellgate has a perennial... Has been a perennial favorite in our tap rooms for years. Now available in a can. It's a smooth drinker for those hot summer days. So we've already messed that up because it's the dead of winter. Yes. The honey helps boost the alcohol content while also adding a floral banquet to the nose. Yeast is left in the beer to add body, head, retention, and stability. You want to make sure it's stable. Yes. (laughs) As well as a slight haziness, 4% and 16 IBU. I'm sorry, 4.8%. What do we think, Ben? I smell the floral. Do you? Mm-hmm. 
Sorry, dude. The aeration gets me every time. And it gets that. No one likes it. <laughs> no, dude. I, the problem is, hmm. I have these. I have my ears in, so I like the whatever it sounds like out here is magnified in my. Head. <laughs> uh, Justin Bryant doesn't like it. He thinks that he was making fun of me this weekend. Yeah. Well, tell him to start his own show and don't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't watch my show then, Justin. <laughs> That's good. That's very, um, very mild. Very smooth. Yeah. Um, not overly sweet. No. It does taste like um, it'd be delicious on a hot uh, summer in Montana. I think anything would probably be delicious yeah. in Montana. You've been to Montana, right? You've been there? I think so. Yeah? Maybe not. Dude, yes. I, so no. Yes. I would go to um, Kalispell, Montana once a year. Okay. For like when we were on tour, we would always do a show in Kalispell, and it's like Kalispell, Kalispell. Oh, okay. And so it's got it's an airport. Its airport has three terminals. Yeah. And when there's no flights, they just shut the airport down. Hmm. Yeah. So we were flying out of it, and they're like, "Hey, man, you can't you can't be here. It's we, we, yeah, we don't have no flights till nine o'clock. So we rented a car and went to Glacier National Park and <laughs> came back. <laughs> So hey, yeah, cow spell. You just got to make a What's road up? trip. Yeah, it was great. Um, I like that. Thank you, um, Sierra. 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 Um, How would you rate that out of ten? It's good. Seven. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, good. Solid. Very good. It's good. Um, I had a thought. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of thought. I don't know. It fleeted away. Oh. Oh, I just thought of it again. Okay. Um, we have a friend. Who I don't really want to give him, you know, a shout out on this podcast. <laughs> That's how you know he's a good friend. Because you don't want him to get a big head because there's millions watching. <laughs> but we have a friend, Brendan Conley. Um, <laughs> did I say that loud? Who wanted to know. And so if we could have some help out there. Because I'll, we think we know the answer. I'll bleep his name just to make him angry. Oh, man. He's so funny. Um, he asked the question. He posed the question to us on New Year's. Oh, that's right. Remember this? Yes. And so we would like, if there's any professionals out there that can answer, we'd like a professional answer if there is one. Because there's a lot of people that think they're professionals like us. Yeah. That think we have an answer. For sure. But we don't know if there's any scientific evidence to it. Correct? Yeah. 100%. That's all my opinions. So the question that was posed to us was, can a beer go from cold to warm to cold? Or can it get Warm to change cold, temperature. can it change yeah. temperatures and still be good? We think no. Okay, I was gonna say, what did you? What did you? I say? said no. Yeah, that's because what I, I, I believe I've had skunky beer, and I don't, I don't know what else makes a beer skunky. It's I, not old. No, I said no because I'm an adult. You know, <laughs> like, I don't, why, what are you doing? So, <laughs> um, so, uh, but he, but he brought up like the points of well, what if it's brewed in a in a a, a cold place, and like, then it ships. Of course. Or if it's brewed warm and it ships to cold. Like, there are some elements to it where I could see where it's coming from. But I think most beers are brewed warm, correct? Our beers beers are made warm. They're not made cold. It, so it's... it's Right? I think I think it can ferment at a lower temperature. Obviously, like, the, when you're making the wort, which is the unfermented or uncarbonated beer, mm-hmm. it's hot. Okay. But, but Brendan, it don't matter if it's a Miller Lite, bud. You know what I'm saying? It's still going to taste like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So anyone can help us and yeah, I don't know. Tell us like no for sure. Because someone said like, well, I've had one that's went from warm to cold, or cold to warm to cold or whatever. Yeah, Changed temperatures, and they were like, it was fine. 
Sure. But and, and maybe I have two. I don't remember. But yeah. I, like, who does that? Yeah. Besides <laughs> Brennan. Besides Brennan. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So if you can tell us, you please yeah, use science know. so it sounds legit. Please. Yeah. I mean, it, there's going to be people out there because the other debate that came up was the question that um, Justin asked was, what was our preference on beer? I think we met like on how to drink it. Oh, like tap, tap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bottle or can. And I thought we had mentioned, I thought we had said before, like my favorite is draft, yeah. then bottle, then can. But we had some people in the comments say, are you kidding me? Can is the only way to go. Why is it though? And so I don't know. Um, so I think, I think it's got to just be a personal preference. Yeah. And so there's, I got really heavy into like coffee, like, and the coffee world. And there's a bunch of like really snobby coffee people mm -hmm. that make it un like unfun to be part of or not fun. Uh, and the best advice I got in that was the best cup of coffee you could drink is the one you enjoy. So if you like skunked beer, Brendan, you can drink it. And I feel like if you, yes, unless you like, you design it like the, the heady he topper. Seems like the type that would like a skunk beer. <laughs> Yes. We're just he can't even defend himself. He charges into people in basketball. Just weird. That's right, Chris. <laughs> that's, that's such a good so perfectly timed. Uh that that joke was only funny for like six people. <laughs> but that's why it was such a good joke. Uh but like like the Hetty Topper was designed to drink out of a can. Right. So I get that. You want me to have that experience. Things, yes. If I enjoy it out of a glass though, does it matter? I don't think so. All right, we solved it. Okay, done. But if you guys can give us scientific evidence. Well, I don't need one of those two things. So we can argue and feel like legit. So, um, <laughs> all right. Baltimore. Let's talk Baltimore. Talk Baltimore because it's, it was Ravens week, which always is something special. It's always a little different. It's always a little special. Yeah. Um, for instance, the Steelers practice in pads on Friday. Which is I was unusual. Gonna, I was going to ask you about because you Late only get fourteen. Year, you only get so many, and and sure enough, Tomlin saves one in his back pocket and makes everyone mad. Um, <laughs> I believe, but that. Uh, but yeah, that's a big game. Obviously, um, going there, Steelers have to win out to get to the playoffs. Um, and and going in there, Lamar's still out. You got a great chance to win this game. Um, and. It didn't look great. The Steelers have, the last couple weeks, I'll tell you this, the Steelers have started games really fast recently. Yeah. Now they get field goals sometimes, but but just driving down the field, taking time, running the ball. And I, I'm going to say right here, right now, um, I want to make two proclamations on this sh on this show for the okay. world to hear. A couple weeks ago, we mentioned to Naj, or we mentioned about Naj running the ball. I think it was Carolina when he got that guy on the one-yard line, threw him to the ground, whatever. Um and we were like, that's how you have to, like, yeah. now I'm not saying he watches the show, because I'm sure he doesn't. <laughs> no. But for whatever reason, that dude is, is, has been running like a big dog, just like we know he is, like he can. He has been hitting, running people over. Um, I mean, just playing almost possessed. Like, like maybe he's kind of like saying, hey, if we want to make it, I got to do this, this, and this. I don't know what it is, but he is playing lights out right now. Mm. And so, Naj, awesome. Keep it up. Don't stop. Um, like, you are leading your team as a captain and doing what you're supposed to be doing, mm. and it's fun to watch. Um, we'll talk about the last play um, in a little bit, but um, the way that he's running the ball, he's put the team on his back. And, and maybe some of it's too because he's, he's subbing out a little bit and getting some rest, and so he's mm. more um, – because last year when I was with him, it's like he never came out. 
I saw that dude stretch on the field because he had a cramp and he didn't come out. Doesn't come out, and that's that's you know we've that's been talked about. Not just I'm not saying like this is nothing that is is like breaking news, but people have talked about in the past like Tomlin runs backs into the ground. Yeah, um, and and sometimes backs don't want to come out, whatever it is. But if you can have a, a good combination. Like, why not? And, and right now, Naj is playing like he's getting rested. And every time he runs the ball, whew, look out. Like, yeah. look out. Dude is on fire right now. And Jalen is crushing. Doing great. The, I mean, it's phenomenal. They're doing great. It's, it's a great one-two punch, great combination. And we've had good backs, like two good backs in the past. But for whatever reason, whether it's coordinator or head coach, whatever it is, they just haven't substituted much in. And now they're doing it. And I think you're seeing – you're, you're, you're reaping what you're seeing and, and, and what they're doing. And so I think that's been awesome to watch. Um, you know, it's that's a physical game. Uh, I'm sure the guys, uh, the new guys going to Baltimore on Sunday night, um, you know, the crowd had to be nuts. I'm sure they um, they came out to the smoke and, and, and just that, that place is nuts. It's so much fun and so awful all in the same <laughs> moment to play at that place on primetime. That's accurate. Um, but, but so many amazing things happen to see. Coach Harbaugh, who I have a lot of respect for, Miami guy, to see his face at the end of that game, just the like <laughs> that was all the of, devastating was just like, Baltimore. oh man. It, that's it's that's such a great like feeling as a Steeler fan. Yes. Um and an ex player. And 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 again, Kenny. Dude, talk um, about it. My my second proclamation on this show right now is um and 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 I, I, I'm a big man, I can I can say this. And I and I and I will add my 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 caveat my asterisk from earlier like it's kenny's first year i get that but i i wasn't sure what to expect with kenny mm. um i know he played great in at, at Pitt and did a lot of great things coming in i just wasn't sure what to think i didn't know enough sure and early on i was kind of okay i think he'll be good like i, I think he's there's no problems um and it's not like I'm not jealous or anything there's gonna be jealous of but i think there was just like okay i think he'll be a good player for them mm. i think he's going to be what they're looking for um I severely, in my opinion, underestimated Kenny. Hmm. I think he he throws the ball better than I thought. He runs way better than I thought. He's I don't know if he's faster or just more elusive, but he runs the ball way better than I expected and thought. His decision making is really really good. Um, his leadership, his toughness, hmm. um, just enough of of an edge to him. It looks like so. Um, you know, I, I apologize, and not that I made this like vocal to anybody else, but sure. in my own head or my own, what I was saying is, yeah. is Kenny, keep doing what you're doing because you are 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 leading this team and becoming the guy that they, I think, everyone was hoping you would be. And I, I think I think the sky's the limit for him, really. Mm-hmm. Now we got let's see what year two, year three look like. Like that'll be the key, in my opinion. Like I said, to to really take the next step. But but he is. Um. All that and even more than mm. I thought he was going to be. So, I mean, he, he let it let him down the field two weeks in a row in Baltimore against a defense who hadn't given up a touchdown, I think, in like in 15 quarters or something like that. I think I, there was a stat. Takes him down the field, keeps some plays alive, runs some, throws some, um, and then the last play, scrambling, um, throwing kind of a like a, you know, the defender had his back to Kenny. And we always say as a quarterback, if the defender has his back to you, He's like you can put it anywhere you want. Sure. You put it right next to his ear because he can't see you, and and your your guy's wide open. So he decides to scramble. You know, it's kind of, one of those things that like he didn't need a touchdown right there, in terms of like timing and everything. And then down, I don't think it was like third or fourth down. He could have probably ran it and got yards and and done the, the a safer thing. Yeah. 
but he's playing with confidence right now. Yeah, dude. That is that is it's showing and it's oozing out of him and his team. And he throws a ball to to Naj, and then you're throwing to a back. That's not always like the smartest move, like that kind <laughs> right. of a throw. But again, I'm going to give credit to Naj too because Naj is playing with confidence right now. Like to make that play, that's a, that's a catch receivers make, tight ends make. Yeah, he made that play. Unbelievable play by Naj. Great trust by Kenny getting out there making the throw. Um, you know, Dion, I mean, everybody made plays. Pat again making plays on that drive. Like it's like he knows who to look for. Yes, and that's smart. And so, um, just an unbelievable dry drive. Um, the guts, the courage to do it at that place. It's almost like, <laughs> it, like in watching it, was almost like Kenny didn't even like. I was like, oh, I'm in Baltimore on primetime. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. oh, I just thought I was playing a game. Like, uh, you know, who, who's this team? Pit against uh, <laughs> right. whoever, William and Mary or something, you know, like, <laughs> like, I don't know, like, but, but so it's just like, he's just playing with the, like, um, like, like this coolness and it's like, oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So good, good for him and them and everybody. Dude, that was the first, uh, I mean, I saw a glimmer of it at the Raiders game and, you know, that was mm-hmm. a special one just with everything surrounding it, but that was the first, um, against the Ravens was the first time I sat back. I was like, oh, this team's going to be really, really good next mm-hmm. year. Yeah, I think so too. Like really good. It seems like they we're on the same page. Yeah, man. And it's it's crazy, man. And kudos to Kenny because it seemed like it was the first time um, or, or it seems like what, what he was out for a week and Mitch was in, but there was like a, a clear break in the season where it was like, okay, a rookie has stuff to work on and yep. then he came back and it seemed like okay Something just i'm not gonna he watched film said i won't do that 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 and then he hasn't you know what i mean so yeah. and uh, and not turning the ball over which is oh, huge dude. um so yeah it's it's awesome to watch and they have um one more this week yeah right they got to get in um win and get in and luckily they're playing the browns at home yeah. it's always a good thing <laughs> yeah. uh so i see them i obviously I still need i think a little bit of help um, outside, I'm not sure. I don't know the scenario, but I think if they win, they have a, a, a decent chance. And so, in my opinion, you got the Browns coming to town. Um, you know, the Browns, they're, they're one of those, right now, they're probably one of those teams that are like, we, we always used to joke, like they've already shipped their cars down to Florida or wherever they're from. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know. I think if you're if you're a Pittsburgh, you got to be feeling pretty good about what you got, the way Kenny's playing, the way the team's playing, um, the way they're throwing the ball. I mean, that, that's how they're going now, scoring, they're throwing the ball late and not just running hard. So, um, I just think they got. I think they're. I think they're. The ball is in the part of the season and, and to get the playoff that is in their court that they can control. I think they got it. Mm. I think they're going to take care of business at home against Cleveland, um, and just kind of keep the keep that keep that train rolling. Dude, I would love to see it, man. Uh, let's. You know, we're going to land this plane here uh, shortly. We got one more beer, but I do. I am curious uh, because we've seen Kenny lead two game winning drives and then the defense and both games with interceptions yeah. is the ability or how would you rank this um the ability for a quarterback to lead a game winning drive in like the fourth quarter with minutes left how would you rank that in significance and as far as a metric engaging that that's going to be somebody that you can like place that franchise on that's huge um why would they keep a stat on fourth quarter and overtime wins come back you know fourth quarter wins if if it wasn't a big deal um, because the pressure's on. You know, I, I used to joke at one point I was kind of up there pretty high in the, the, all, the all-time list, and it's because I would stink for three quarters, you know. But but it's true. You can play off of football and then find a way to do it in the fourth quarter. Um, it's just it's just that that's what people want to see. That's what teams want to see, owners, coaches, the GMs, fans. When, when, the, when it's crunch time, yeah. 
do you want the ball or do you not want the ball? And when you have the ball, you're not going to do it every time. Michael Jordan didn't make every shot he took in, uh, at the end of the game. Right. He made more than any one of the ball. And he made more than he, I don't know, he maybe he missed more than he made. I don't know how it yeah. works, but you remember the ones he made, not the ones he missed, because those those are significant moments. And so, I think um, what he's doing now and just continues to do it um, on those last drives, and even if it's not the last drive, but in the fourth quarter, like find a way to lead your team that way. Like if the defense isn't playing well, mm. they can say. Like, okay, you know what? We just give them the ball, and we got a chance to win this game. I, I I feel pretty confident and strong that, like, my teams, when I play with them, the, my teammates and, and the teams that I played on and fans and coaches, more often than not, when we when I had the ball, like, okay, there's two minutes to go. We have the ball. I felt like they had to think that, okay, we got a real chance to win this game. Yeah. And so that's what you want as a quarterback. You want your team to believe in you. You want your team to be like, all right, we're, we're – here it is. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. And so um, it, it's, a, it's a great, great measuring stick for quarterbacks. Yeah, that's like that one. Um, there's this like, you probably, I don't even know if you've ever seen it, but it's a mic'd up clip of you and Tomlin. And you guys are at, I don't know what the scenario was, but it was asking like um, for the ball and like overtime or something. Yeah. And I don't know, if you have to forgive me. Somebody can 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 give us the details, but uh in the mic'd up clip, you go up and it's like, you want to give, you want to take the ball against the greatest defense in the league? And Tom goes, well, I got you. And you're like, all right. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, so it's the it's the number one defense. Yeah, but I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll so, take that. You know, so that, that will affirm your, your belief that um, not only your team, but the rest of us in Pittsburgh uh, felt rather comfortable <laughs> with the ball in your hands, man. Because it feels like even if you didn't couldn't pull it off, it felt like, well, shoot, man, if he can't do it, yeah, <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like, a, you know what I mean? No it wasn't going to be done. What, dude? Is is this clear? Oh, I got a champagne got to close the there. night out. Yeah, so we got one more beer here again from um, one more beer. All of uh, you beautiful people that uh, are so gracious to watch this show and send this in. Thank um, you for sending stuff in. Yeah, this is. I'll break wow. this down. This is called oh, it's it's called Mountain Water from High Wire. Mountain Water. Mountain Water from High High Wire Brewing. Uh, citrus Splash. It's an easy drinking ale, uh, and this an is ale? sent in from Steve and Jody Davidak. Oh, sorry. They oh, they phonetically did it because they watched this show and know that I can't read. Oh. <laughs> Daviak. Daviak. Thank you so much for sending this in. Uh, this is from North Carolina. Raise up. P.D. Pablo reference for the early 2000 listeners. Um, it is 4.5. It's off the charts in the refreshment, crushability, oh, and friendship levels, dude. Like Look that. at this. Look at this. Look at how they, they the metrics. It's, oh, it's super high in refreshment, crushability, friendship. Yeah, okay, so I smelled lemon and lime right from the get-go. Brewed with lemon and lime. Is this a Sprite? It does. It's got a little bit of that. It also has a little bit of. Um, they said this. Yes, it tastes like. Yes, it smells like Sprite, Sierra Mist, something like that. Oh, okay. Well, this is Steve and Jody's notes. Uh, they said this light and refreshing beer is almost a seltzer. It is yeah. great for drinking in quantity when it is hot quantity. out uh, or a uh, lighter alternative at a concert. All right. So, what do we think? Yeah, I mean, it tastes like, yes, you could, yeah. <laughs> it tastes like, I mean, it tastes like, like a pop. 
Like, really? So, yeah. It, it, I mean, not like a seltzer because most seltzers yeah. taste like more of like a Lacroix. This is here is the beer cam here. This is what we're working with. It's super. It is so light. Yeah. Super light. It, that's good. That's how you get away without saying like I'm not drinking a seltzer, dude. I'm not drinking a seltzer. That's not. I'm, I'm a man. Nah, dog. That's a Lacroix. That's a straight up Lacroix. That's if you mix the lemon and lime Lacroix together. It's there's no. I mean, it's you can't even taste it. alcohol. No, it's unbelievable. It's very good, very good, very light. Hmm, look, hmm. It makes me forget that it's the weather outside's terrible. I'd give that like an eight. I couldn't. I don't know that I'd, I. I would order that. But if you had a bunch at your house, I'd be like, oh, cool. This would be an amazing. I mean, it's very good. You could drink anytime. It, it, it's kind of like those lits that we had that one time. I, dude, I so fun. I was gonna say that you could. I mean, the summer by the pool. I'd, yeah. I'd put it on, on ice. Yeah, like, yeah, put, yeah. Put like, I mean, I know it sounds weird. You couldn't do it with the beer, but it's just really. I I think they're they're very uh, good. they got a lot of nerve calling that a beer. That's I mean, brother, right? Yeah, but it's very delicious. Yeah, thank you to you guys for sending that in. Thank you to the the, the brewery. Thank you. That, that's that's unbelievable. Yeah. So that's that's very good. Well, um, you know, we promised a shorter episode yep. tonight, and we're going to deliver on our promise. Uh, is there anything else before we land this plane, Ben, that you'd like to say, share with the fans, thank yous, anything else? Uh, I don't think so. Thank you, um, Spence, <laughs> for 2022. Our first, we're going into a new year of balling. Oh, yeah, 20, this and, is 2023. Um, it's our first one in 2023. Yeah. I'm looking forward to hopefully our live one that we're going to do in a couple weeks. I think we'll get more details next week when we do our next show um, and, and have some real good hardcore information for you guys. Um, good luck to the Steelers this uh, Sunday versus the Browns. Shouldn't be too hard, but don't put any pressure on anybody. <laughs> it but, is the um, uh, it is the rounds. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, just thanks to everybody for tuning in. Hopefully this year will be even better. Uh, enjoy the show, the comments, everything you got. Uh, appreciate y'all. Yeah.